Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you for listening to Occasional Conversations, where we have conversations. <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory, but where we have conversations about things that happen on occasions. So uh, thank you for listening, and let's get started. Today's first episode is going to be about the BLM movement. When I start these episodes, I do like to tell people, or you know, going into this episode, I do like to tell people that there is a disclaimer. My two cents does not make your dollar. That means that anything I say does not matter to you. I was taught um, at a young age to chew the meat and leave the bones. You have to have your own understanding of something or you'll fall for anything. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to kind of give you a little breakdown of Juneteenth because without Juneteenth, there would be no... Um, there would be no movement as it is now. Juneteenth, which is, um, the date June 19th, 1865 is considered the day that slaves were freed in Texas. Um, now this is a problem and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, two years before that slavery was abolished with the emancipation proclamation and it's due to the lack of government. Slaves were not freed in Texas until 1865. Basically, uh, Texas, they didn't have a form, uh, a strong will form of government. And so what was happening was while all of the uh, Confederate states were in mumbo jumbo, you know, the slaves had just been free. Texas was like, listen, or excuse me, there were slave owners that were like, listen, we taking y'all and we going to Texas. And it was like they were kind of hiding them. Um, and so on the day of June 19th, 1865, we were finally, um, we were finally, you know, freed. And so the conversation isn't necessarily um, fully about that. It is a little bit about, you know, slavery because that is where it began. A lot of people don't like to have conversation about that because a lot of times uh, black people, I would like to think, have been appropriated the most, um, at least in my generation. Um, and from what I've seen, I haven't seen anything else, but that culture, um, influence, let's not say appropriate. Slavers were brought to the United States. Um, brought is the, the kindest way of saying it. Um, but slaves were brought to the United States. Um, they were taught Christianity, they were taught, uh, and taught is used lightly in this way. They were taught agriculture, um, and they were taught many things. They were taught that they were ignorant. They were taught, they were taught that they weren't, you know, worth much, obviously not worth enough for me to be working in the field all day. They just were taught that they were the bottom of the barrel. And in saying that, um, I want to say this, I said, Black people were running businesses way before businesses became a market. They had expertise in agriculture and they were domesticated. Um, and so I know that sounds crazy because it's like, hey, we were forced to it. Yes, that is wrong. I agree with that. But what I'm saying is it was almost like they were looking at us. There was there was ignorance. There was ignorance in the air because in a, in, in a bad way, it's like, you know, it was it was slavery and it was a bad thing. But what I took from that is that we were multi dimensional people that people just didn't understand. And I also wrote that they had an unknown language which provoked freedom. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, um, that language in itself of not understanding um, African Americans at that time, that was a different language. We were the outlier. We were, you know, the black sheep, uh, no pun intended, 
neither am I trying to be racist, okay? But um, people were taking, taken, excuse me, from their homeland, um, brought over within a blink of an eye. Like, listen, we got to go. Um, emotionally, this is like draining. This is a, a big change emotionally and physically. You know, people don't want to talk about what happened on the ships and however it goes. And it's funny because whenever the topic of slavery comes up, I like to be blunt. I'm like, listen, feces, all of that. We were all, com- they were combined like uh, sardines. Like they didn't have any type of uh, humanity. And I didn't, I, I don't think any holes barred should be, uh, you know, in reference to history. I don't think it's fair because it's, it's history. It's factual. Why are we holding things? And so you, this is a continent, right? This is a continent that these people were on. This is, this is a government that they have. This is, this is a, a unity. Um, and as segregated as it sounds, they had each other because they were all the same. It always fascinates me like i said how they uh downplay and how it was watered down and at this point we don't have the soup no more we just got the broth um it 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 amazes me because there's this thing where there are still people that are ignorant um unfortunately and like i said an ignorant person still has a chance if they want to so whenever i say ignorant a lot of people say ignorant in a bad way i'm saying ignorant i am ignorant me myself the person that is talking to you now I'm ignorant because I don't know everything. There are things that people can fact check me with. But the thing is, I am open to listen. There's a lot of people that are not. Um, and the problem is, um, like I said, it's just overshadowed. And the thing is this, like I just gave props to, you know, you know, your African-Americans um, within the years of slavery. Did I give them all of it? No, it would take too long. But I want to flip the idea that there's this bad stigma, even though I shouldn't even have to, right? Um, and so with that being said, these are also people that were considered quote unquote ignorant. We were speaking a language that they were not. Like I said, we were uh they were stolen from their land and they were taught new things, they were taught new culture. Um and so it was it was a lot. <laughs> it was it was it was a lot. And so with all that being said, you have slaves who quote unquote, didn't know anything. They didn't know how to read, didn't know how to write, didn't understand these things, all these bad things that were placed upon them or an idea or a stereotype. And I think that's absolutely hilarious because these were the same people that didn't know anything, but were escaping in the middle of the night. Like, can you imagine the things that they had to go to? Now, mind you, these are ignorant people. Now, if we're going to play into whatever, you know, life has taught us about it, they ignorant. How did they go to, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, they can't be ignorant to the fact that they're still teaching us the Underground Railroad. You mean to tell me that I couldn't read and write, but I learned astronomy first? Come on now. Come on now. It was black people that escaped in the middle of the night by looking at stars is what we're told. If we're, if we're going by what we're told, these are things that were told to us. They were freed by nighttime. They, you know, it was, uh, they had their code when they got to the North and stuff like that. You mean to tell me the people that at the time were tending to children, children of their slave master. Listen, that's a whole different strong mentality. Okay. And black people know because it's the oppressed, um, basically feeding into the oppressor. And so you had people that were taking care of your children, cleaning, cooking. And I'm thinking in my head and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm thinking what? 
did they do? If you are inside, like, what at all did you do? I'm confused because it's not like the black people did it all. Right. And it sounds like it's a backhanded compliment. But for some reason, that ignorance makes that backhanded compliment not what it needs to be. Um, And I don't I don't necessarily like that about history because there was also that should have been taught in history. We were we were they were stolen. And I have to correct myself. They were stolen from a land. They came here and they adjusted lickety split. Now, excuse me, not saying mentally. I'm saying they had no other choice, unfortunately, to adjust lickety-split. If that's not strong, I don't know what it is. And it's not mentally. They were strong also in the physical aspect. Because the first, the reason why they were taken is because, hey, we need these, you know, we need the uh, fields tended. And so you have black people who are known to be chocolate, um, who are known to have come from Africa, um, where I feel like, and listen... The sun being just a little bit, I just feel like in Africa, I think the temperatures are really, really high um, and other places as well. So you have a, a place where, you know, you have black people um, that live in a high temperature place, um, not necessarily work. Now, that's the problem. They were stolen and they they worked immediately like I know we need you to work now. And so not only that, but we also have to be on our best behavior. We also have to figure out how the hell are we going to get out of here. And we also have to figure out what the hell is going on. All in one thing. And you have people, like I said, um, and as history has showed it, that have escaped. um, That have, you know, made it to freedom just by the simple fact. Now, mind you, these are ignorant people that don't know ABCs, weren't allowed to be taught to be read. um, Or, excuse me, weren't allowed to read. And if at any indication that they were intelligent, they were beaten as the nicest term possible. And so we have a situation where they, like I said, it's just like it goes back to that they were looked at as a bad thing. But if you go back and you look at it, it's the backs And like I said, the splintering, bloody, stripped away skin. And the last time I saw that was the Passion of Christ. If you know, you know. Um, Meat, like literally, if you see pictures, whelps. But I have to make it personal. Can Can you imagine lifting your back in public and that is there? And you mean to tell me, quote unquote, as the book will say, a Negro wasn't smart? And not even that, if you, oh my God, it's just amazing how good the soup is. Because if you think about it, it's not even that. During that whole time, you know, it went from slavery, it went to segregation, to segregation 2.0, 2000s. And you know it's true. Um, There never was a point in time where that, the race hasn't ended. We're still running. Feet tired, but we're still running, right? Because we still have things like this going on in the world. Um, But during that time, we still have people that rose above. It's just we have a story that is just beyond what people are telling. Right. Um, Because, like I just said, there are children that were a product of of rape and they have become slaves. Didn't have no age, name, none of that. Right. Um, Or excuse me, I don't necessarily know about the younger like babies. Right. But 
I have seen it to where I've seen children um, in slavery. I've seen that depicted in history. I have seen that depicted um, also on a show that I was watching. And it's a great show. Um, And so I just think that there's a narrative that is continuing that shouldn't be, right? Because there's people that know this history, um, black, white, Chinese, or let me just say Asians, Hispanics. You know, there's there's um, there's people that know this information, and I think there's time for us to kind of just dig in, right? Before we kind of get to the point where we have such a voice. Once freed, there were no resources for the health of black people. And that's where I believe the problems start after just being finished. And we just finished a chapter of we're giving, you know, a little history about, you know, how it all started in the United States that we wave the incorrect flag for, which is hilarious. Now that, you know, you go and you dig into history, um, but this is our history. There's no, this is not black history. It's black history because we we were forced into this, right? But this is our history now that I think about it because no one would, you know, be here if, you know, that land was claimed. And then there became a government, and there became wars, and there became the fight for black people. Nothing, none of this would have been here, right? Because the idea was, hey, we have this land. We need people to work it. Now, that land in itself was stolen. And that is another story that we definitely can have up here. Um, But with that being said, this is history that people need to know about, right? And to say that, I think that all of that has definitely shaped and built the people that we have now. And I want to almost say up until, you know, my parents' generation, their parents' generation, and dare I say, uh great great grandparent great grandparents generation okay um i think that throughout that time i think we were prioritizing or i think america or however you want to say it was prioritizing the wrong thing the wrong narrative to give off because we were free but there still was a n- narrative that you know whispered out of the lips of you know, the slave master. We were still going by the mentality. And, you know, everyone knows a government is based off of mentality and egos at the time. So this never changed. As we're looking at it now, we have a president that ain't changed, not one bit from what I have researched and heard about in our history. Um, And so with that being said, I would think that with everything going on, there would be some type of there would be some type of oomph. But what I think was, like I said, the government or however you want to say it, whoever, had the same narrative and they allowed the narrative to continue and that is where segregation came in. Because no one was ever taught that, hey, these people were stolen. If anything, you know, they're not the people that were portrayed. And that's where ignorant, you know, that is where it, being ignorant comes in, right? Um And so I think that narrative, I think that idea, I think that just kind of made up the mind for people and they didn't have to, they, they didn't have to have no say so because a lot of it is based out of ignorance. If you have a say so and it's ignorant, then you're just like ignorant. But like I said, if you are ignorant 
and you're willing to change, that's a different type of ignorant because it's just, you just don't know. You're not, you know, closed minded. Um, and I think there was a lot of clo- closed mindedness. Um, and I'm literally listen, because there are stories of African-American slave owners. And so I don't want to, you know, make it think that I am being very confined, but it was just a, a, a stigma. It was a thing that carried on that shouldn't right and so as we're continuing to fight and we've just been freed um we the first thing was we have to escape right so we're still in that mental uh stability of we still have to run and like i said if you put two and two together that was the mentality that they had then this is the mentality that we have now and so over those years if i'm not mistaken a hundred and something we have not changed and that's a problem right because if you think about it in any other situation that is a lot of time and this is how I know that if I break it down, it is mental health. Because I, I take it back to when I was studying um, in high school and they were telling us about the Holocaust, right? And it was so amazing that you got to the end and there was, you know, there was survivors and there were stories of the survivors and we were able to, you know, read it and kind of understand where they were coming from. And I remember, you know, I was taught that after the Holocaust, no one told them about anything. They were just freed, right? And so people who had been starved for all that time went out and um, indulged themselves in things that they would have eaten before, um, just as a celebration or however, you know, you want to say it. It's funny talking about history because I wasn't there. And so every topic about history is very, you know, finicky. And that's why I want to make sure I don't, you know, kind of teeter on offense when really it's just my opinion. Um, but as I was saying, there was a story about how, you know, they went out and they celebrated and they ate and they dropped like flies. And the reason was that no one told them about the aftermath, right? Because you have people that were starved. Um, and at this point, if they're survivors, that means they survived that entire time of starvation. Maybe it wasn't starvation. More than likely it was. Um, and so obviously, you know, you lose weight. And your metabolism changes. And so what happened was you had people that had the metabolism of probably a three-year-old eating like Big Mom at the cookout. And what happened was, um, you know, obviously that doesn't work out. You know, you can't just mix the two. Um, And that reminds me of how there was no resource for black people either. Now, mind you, they literally, when when these people were freed, um, the Holocaust and um, from slavery, they weren't provided with resources. There's too many people. I can only imagine that's why the government do that. did not do that. I'm pretty sure the government didn't even have documentation for half of them. And so it was, hey, you know, uh, you're free, but you're on your own. Um, and I'm, I don't mean, you know, physically, because they weren't. That's the sad part. They were with other slaves. I think they meant mentally. Like, you're on your own. We're not going to help you. Like, it was the parents that, like, disowned you. Like, but none of this was included in love. You know what I mean? And so they uh, went out and they they went to their places. But the the main idea of what I'm trying to say is there was no resources. There was no help. There was no... No, back into civilization you go type of environment. They were not welcomed back by government, by law, or by uh, by the system. It was always, they were always looked at, excuse me, as a minority. 
And so my problem is we have nowadays, we have millennials um, and we have the millennials and we also have, you know, the generation before that, the generation that is coming up. And it scares me because we still are going through the same the same thing as I believe we were going before mentally. I I do think there was a time where someone should have stood up and said, hey, listen, uh, I think we should go ahead and do some evaluations. We should go ahead and get help. Help far as, you know, housing or however it goes. Because if you think about it, these people were freed. And so for any other government, when you have a population, you know, expand nowadays, you make houses. You, you you make room for them. It's like we're having company. Come on, you know? Even though some people have their own ideas about people moving in their neighborhood, there was no there was no welcoming. We had to do everything on our own. And seeing that we are still fighting for freedom, I can only imagine that everything that we dealt with mentally has not been dispelled, right? Because if you want to be honest, I learned all of my history through school. I know that sounds crazy. Sad, but I want to honestly say 25, I I would give 25% to family if I am missing anyone. I highly doubt that, but just for the props, 25%. Um, But that other 75% public school systems. And I want to go ahead and stop here. That is sad. And I want to say that is sad for the simple fact that our parents are relying on the school systems to teach us something that they were never taught, right? And so seeing that they were never taught that meant that the people before that were never taught. And like I said, it's not many generations that you have to go back where we had people that dealt with slavery. You know, it's probably maybe three or four. It's not that far back. And so you have people that were never taught these things that then have children, that then have children, that then have children. And I don't know, but I definitely believe in spiritual things, right? And so I can definitely believe that the 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 oppressed spirit that was over us then can definitely carry over into children and it it can definitely it's a mental thing and I definitely do think mental illness is a thing and if we were never fully taught or if we were never fully you know explained that we are powerful right because in a time that we were the most powerful we built this country we should have been told that we were never told that and for that reason I feel like we were stuck in the same mindset as what we were before. And unfortunately, like I said, I do think that has to come down the line of teaching. But I also think that someone dropped the ball. Because if you think about it with, you know, slavery being such a huge, like this is global. This this is making news. This isn't that was that was nothing that was small. That that was that was news. That wasn't nothing small. With that going on, I definitely think that it was in the oppressor's interest for this to continue. Now, if you think about it, there was no uh, bridging the gap. They weren't going to tell us that we were important. Those are the people that just right. And so it's it's like a backhanded compliment, right? Or or like that thing where you have someone that'll tell you something but won't tell you all of it because they're being shady. It was something like that. And um, it sucks because, and so it's hard to believe that, you know, mental health doesn't have anything to do with it. When, like I said, we were freed by our oppressor, which is hilarious. Uh, and then we are put into the world with our oppressor. Um, and then we also have experienced segregation with our oppressor. 
while the oppressor is letting us know that these laws are intact, we're still being oppressed. It's like a backhanded compliment. And so mental health definitely should have been something that was important for the simple fact that nowadays, you know, when I get on social media, there's a thing where I have seen, you know, some of my African-American friends that said, hey, if you guys are Caucasian, if you're Hispanic or if you're non-black, we can't be friends if you're not protesting. That's a problem. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, That is a problem to me for the simple fact that the people that are protesting, I don't even know. I don't even. Okay. I want to be <laughs> I want to be as clear as possible. The people that are protesting due to what I have just said, I don't believe they understand truly what they are protesting for. And I say that because what they have depicted the protesters as are violent people that loot. Um and so if I'm protesting that is not at all what I'm that is not going to be anywhere near. That's why it's called a peaceful protest. And so you have uh, millennials, you have the older folks that are marching and everything. Um, and basically you have your Martins and you have your Malcolms. And I think there are too many Malcolm mindsets. Um, and it kind of bothered me because like I said, you know, this is, this is, this is just a repeat of history. History really shouldn't repeat itself because that means there was no change there, but we'll talk about that on another day. Um, but like I said, there are people that are fighting in the forefront that maybe shouldn't be. Um, and I don't say that as a bad thing, because like I said, we don't know full history. No one will ever know full history. You want to know why? We weren't there. And so just to dispel any, oh, that was kind of, you know, biased or racist, that is truth. No one knows full history. I am pretty sure the population of people that, you know, survived during that time, if not you know, gone there, you know, obviously getting up there in age. And so, and that's just with anyone there. If you weren't in history, you can't really, you know, be a hundred percent gung ho. Right. And that goes back to the whole conversation about not necessarily ignorance. I'll say, yes, the failure to understand. Um, and that is considered, you know, ignorant because that means you had an opportunity to understand but you don't but in this sense i'm not necessarily saying it as a willful thing because like i said it's almost like a pattern that we've had to experience and i'm going to tell you why i think it's uh ignorant everything that the media has showed let me say that because when i first had this conversation people felt as though i was talking about the people i don't care about the people those are my people I mean, those those are family so that's not what i'm worried about because this is not the first time that i've seen it neither that I didn't feel like this before, but I feel like this now because for the simple fact that when I first got introduced to everything that was going on, um, news-wise, it was black people looting and it was black people fighting. And it bothers me. And I want to say it bothers me for the simple fact that we're protesting. Everyone knows what a protest is, right? Um, And so if you want to be clear on what a protest is, it is, or excuse me, it's a peaceful, peaceful protest. And that's you standing for something peacefully and 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 making a stand on it, right? My problem is that's not, I feel like that's not the intentions that the people had. I feel like people wanted answers. As I know, Rome wasn't built in a day, neither can you get answers that fast. And so I think there was a different mindset that people were going in there thinking of. And I think there was a different way that there could have been 
protest because now all the media, CNN, uh, all these media outlets are going to show is one, people looting, two, people getting tear gassed, people fighting the cops, just just depicting them as a bad person when really this is all a learning experience. No one that I know experienced it the first time, right? And so it scares me. It's almost like, you know what? That pool is eight feet. Uh-uh. I can do it. And it's not that you cannot swim. It's just you, it's, 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 it's more than that. It's more than that. Because like I said, there was there was no teachings from our parents. Or excuse me, let me be clear. There was no teachings from my parents that I, that that made me, you know, be like, hmm, okay. All of this I had to learn on my own. And so, like I said, my two cents don't make nobody dollar. But none of this was taught. And it's sad because it's almost like, like I said, um, I said it in a post. It's like seeing sheep go to the chopping block. It's like seeing lambs go to the chopping block. I think I said sheep, but I think lamb is more appropriate. Um, and it's it's like sheep leading sheep to the chopping block. It's basically because it's sad because we, we're hurt. And we're going through something that we still don't understand. And I will stand on that because I fully feel like we do not fully understand what our ancestors had to go through because there was not change in between. History is history for a reason. And so for us to be continuing to rely on what happened in history and not question as to why it was not changed. Right. Right. And so it scares me because you have the people that are looting. You have the people and and they're not only looting. But they're verified looters. They're like, listen, I looted, and this is the reason. And it's sad, because I think in my head, if you want to be honest, okay, boom. I understand everything that's going on, because like I said, history has repeated itself. Or I see everything that's going on, because history has repeated itself, but I do not understand it. But I also thought in my head that it's just, it's like a trap that we're going to continue to fall in, right? Because the idea is... The Black Lives Matter movement is actually not even a movement. It's like a little secret club that every everyone knows about, but it really shouldn't be, right? Black Lives Matter is actually sarcasm. I take it as sarcasm um, from the African-American community because we're fed up. We're like, listen, this is something that you should know. But now that you don't know, let me go ahead and let you know that Black Lives Matter. And behind that, there is a movement and there is supposed to be change, which I think is amazing. But... That change is still falling in the hands of 1865. It's not going anywhere. And I was telling someone, I said, um, and you know, it's it's not to be accurate or I'm not, you know, throwing it out there. But I was like, you know what? I really believe, I said, back in the day when there were protests and stuff like that, you had a lot of them that were still gathering, still trying to figure out, gathering at churches, mass meetings trying to figure out what was the next move? What was the next step? Should we have sit-ins? Should we do this? And that's how we got change. We got change. We have received change from, you know, being no longer segregated down to schools, businesses, all of that. And that is what provoked change. That is what continued the race that we are now running but I feel like we're backtracking for the simple fact that like I said there was a lack of knowledge of our history um and I say that to say this it sucks because I definitely think that we definitely do need to have a conversation 
right? We definitely do need to include black history more into the curriculum. Now, if you think about it, people are like, I don't understand it. You don't understand it because everything that is ran, you know, whether it's a school, businesses, more than likely it is ran, not necessarily owned. Catch that one. It's ran by more than likely an oppressed person. The oppressed people were the population at a certain time. I know people don't want to hear it, but you have to think about it. They owned, they quote-unquote owned, let me put a quote-unquote in there. They quote-unquote owned the United States. And from the mindset of someone that owns something, this is theirs. I don't care if I stole it or not, it's mine. And so when we have that idea of what's in our head, we're like, okay, they're not going to play fair regardless. And so it sucks to see people like, oh, you know, if, you know, something pops off at the protest, you know, I'm, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care what I do. And it's like, you should, you should care. First of all, did you think about what you were going to do before they protest? Because literally there was like one protest and then like literally within seconds, everybody was protesting. I'm like, do you even know what you're protesting for? You saw someone get shot and killed, but did you protest each and every time somebody got shot and killed before? And I'm not being funny. I'm being very serious. We have to have conversations with ourselves. Like, listen, we got to have a business plan. We can't continue to to be based off of our thought process of how we think, of how we feel, which comes from our brain. Without our brain, there would be no feeling. We would be we would be in a vegetated state of how we think and how we feel when it was our mind that was taken away from us first. And I'm going to leave at that note because that is a very true point. How are we feeling? How are we making these 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 decisions? If truly we don't truly gathering our understanding what our history was there is history that was taken away from us that no one will probably know hopefully i provided some today in regards to you know juneteenth i didn't even know that i had to do a little research well excuse me i knew what juneteenth was i didn't necessarily know about the texas thing because when i first looked at it i'm like okay well that's in texas I was like, wow, should I really, you know, be celebrating? Like, am I, like, did I not do, like, enough? Or am I just, like, a Pan Wagner? And then it does make sense because we are, and that is what invoked in me that we're all in this together. And as crazy as it sounds, we are. We share the common thing. That is the world. I don't necessarily mean, you know, in-depth feelings and we're all the same people. That's not true. What I'm saying is we share this world and it's almost like we're declaring war when, like, and it's like we're declaring war, and it's like a laugh in the face. It's like, listen, and it sucks. And our voices need to be heard, and our history needs to be brought into the schools. Our businesses need to be rebuilt. There has to be something. There has to be a end to ignorance, and that starts with us. That starts with us. The only people living here, you know? And so if you think about it, we do have a new generation. There are people. This is a baby booming time. They might not have called it that, but listen, we're in quarantine. And so there is things that need to be done. And I will not stop talking about them until they are or until I can provide something. I will not, you know, keep on. I won't not stand up for it because it is something that definitely needs to be happened. It's actually definitely needs to happen and it's actually something very easy um and with something so easy and no one feeding into it that's how i know like i said or i feel as though there is no change that has been 
provided for the simple fact that there are opportunity. Listen, a hundred there was no opportunity for you to squash your beef a hundred years? A hundred years. And there are still ignorant people that believe that there are people below them. And this is not necessarily with Caucasian people, black people. This is other things because as you know, there's a president that is detaining kids. There's a president that is detaining families that were here in the United States and that have now been taken away um, you know, and treat it wrongful. And so, you know, it's, it's an open conversation that everyone needs to have. And I definitely, like I said, think that it needs to start in schools because, Hey, listen, I'm not dogging anyone's ancestry. Your parents didn't teach you. Cause that's cool because everyone knows that there's a such thing as school. School has been here since the little house on the prairie. Right. And so if we're, we can't fully blame it on the parents, because that is not what maybe that was not what some of them were taught. But when it comes down to the school system, who is, you know, I honestly think is ran by the oppressed because at a time where black people could not go to school and school was a thing, white people were going there first or Caucasian people were going there first and it was segregated. So everything that we're trying to fight for, technically in their mind, they've had it first. It's like a game of dodgeball. You have to strategically know what you are going in to do, how you are going to execute it and how it is going to work. But I also want to say that does not always have to include violence. Little to minimal violence is the best thing, I honestly think. Because how can you think straight if you're violent? And a person that doesn't necessarily think about something that they're doing kind of scares me. Because that means you won't think about uh, putting anyone's life at harm. You won't think about any decision. That means that that person is selfish. And so... Um, yeah, I wanted to go ahead and end it there. I really do appreciate you guys listening. Um, like I said, this is an episode that needed to happen. This was something that needed to be talked about. Um, black lives do matter. I do want to say that, but I want us to not think of it as a hashtag, but I want us to question why do we have to say something that we already know? Um, this is Ray. My voice has cracked like 5,000 times. My mouth has watered. I do apologize. Hopefully, you know, you guys got it nice and clear, but I really do appreciate you guys listening to occasional conversations with Ray. Not with Ray, but I'm Ray. Thank you for listening. Um, and you know, guys, please stay updated. Please stay updated. My Facebook is Occasional Conversations. This podcast should be going up soon, so I'm really excited about that. Support, 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 and make sure you guys educate yourself. Educate yourself 15 minutes a day. It doesn't take that long, and actually, when I was, you know, looking and I was reading his, I just thought it was very interesting because I was like, I didn't know that they did that. You know, I didn't know that basically there was an entire state that thought that they could bend the rules, and, you know, hide slaves after, what was it, a document, a federal a federal document was put out. There were still people that thought they were above the law. And so when you fight with people that have that mindset, you have to go in with a bigger fight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, God bless. And you guys have a great day. Bye-bye.